Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Vayakel. And we have the privilege tomorrow of taking out two Sifrei Torah. In addition to Parshas Vayakel, it is the first of the four special Parshios that span from before Rosh Chodesh Adar, coming up in Mirza Hashem this coming Thursday and Friday, and Rosh Chodesh Nisan, the first of the four parshios is that of Parshas Shkalim, whereby we read the first paragraph of Parshas Kisisa, where the Torah um, prescribes that annually each and every Jew is to donate a machzis ha-shekel, a half-shekel, to the sanctuary, to the base ha-migdash. And the purpose of this half-shekel is to give each and every individual a share and an equal share in the korbanos tzibur, in the communal offerings. Namely, each and every day, every morning, every afternoon, there was a korban tamid. No exception to that rule. Every Shabbos, Uviyoma Shabbos, Shnei Kavosim B'nei Tamimim, there was Musaf, an additional two korbanos. Every Rosh Chodesh, every Yom Tov, these korbanos were paid for by the community, an individual could not donate any of these communal offerings, and so everybody had an equal share in the Korbanos Sibur by contributing a half a shekel. The monies had to be in by Rosh Chodesh Nisan, and therefore the uh, Mishnah tells us that Echod bi Adar on Rosh Chodesh Adar, Mashmin al Hashkalim. The Bezdin would announce, Get your Shkalim ready. While we cannot yet contribute a half shekel to the Mikdash, we have a remiss to that, a hint that on Shush, that on Tanis Esther, right before Purim, the custom is to give a half of whatever the denomination of currency is in that respective land. In Israel, a shekel. In the United States, a dollar. And it's a zecher, it's a reminder to us of the Matzis HaShekel, that Amir Tzashem, we will be privileged to give in the very near future. Parshas Vayakel, according to the Chinuch, contains but one mitzvah, and that is one losase, a restriction, namely, Shloyasu Bezdin Mishpat Moves Peshabbos. And that is really the verse that I'd like to speak about, the opening paragraph of Parshas Vayakel speaks about Shabbos 
And the Torah says, Lo savaru ish b'chol moshvo that you're not to literally light a fire in your dwellings on Shabbos. Now, we all know what those words mean. Yet, the Chinuch tells us, do you know what the verse means? It means that the Jewish court of law is not permitted to administer capital punishment on Shabbos. One of the four means of capital punishment that the Jewish court system has is srefa, burning, not burning the outer part of the body, but pouring hot lead down the individual. And one could have thought that perhaps this would be administered even on Shabbos, comes along the verse and says, no, this is how our rabbis understand it, and as a result of this, it filters down. Not only don't we have capital punishment, we don't have any punishment on Shabbos, including makos, giving lashes, and it filters down all the more that a rabbi said there's not to be the convening of any bezdin on Shabbos. And the reason for that is, on a rabbinic level, lest the judges need to write testimony and various arguments, no Bezdin on Shabbos. But in addition to the meaning that there is no court of law on Shabbos, Rashi brings two interpretations as to what this verse is coming to teach me, whether it's coming to teach me that lighting a fire is different than um, the other 30 nine prohibitions of Shabbos that have capital punishment. This could be lulav, just for ending up with lashes, or lechalik, teaching us a very important principle that if one were to violate unknowingly several different uh, violations of Shabbos, rather than bring one korban chatos, sin offering, for violation of Shabbos, he would have to bring a sin offering in accordance with each particular prohibition that he violated. Needless to say, we learn from here that we're not to light a fire on Shabbos, and this is where the minhog comes that we have hot food on Shabbos because the Karaites believed in only one Torah, namely the Torah Shebech Sav, the written Torah. And it says you're not to have a fire in your home on Shabbos. And they therefore said that Shabbos is to be dark. Shabbos is to have cold food. And the entire tone of Shabbos takes on a very negative one, cold, dark, and the Chachamim come and say, no, it's only on Shabbos that you can't light the fire, but if it is lit from before, therefore the rabbinic mitzvah of lighting Shabbos 
candles and the uh, emphasis on eating hot food on Shabbos, Chont Chamin, as is known in the Sephardic community, is a way of demonstrating that we believe in the oral law. We believe in the Torah Shabal Peh that says that you are to have hot food because it is arranged from before Shabbos. Finally, I'd like to talk about another understanding of the verse coming from the Zohar. And the Zohar understands the verse of Bosavaru Eish, that you're not to light a fire in your dwelling places on Shabbos, the Zohar understands it to mean call man to kotis, whoever is angry on Shabbos, a different kind of fire, a fire from within, within the individual. The Torah is strongly teaching, says the Zohar, that there is a prohibition of getting angry on Shabbos. Very, very interesting idea. And even though, as I will show right now, based upon the Gemara in Shabbos 105b, that the Gemara says, in reality, there's a prohibition of getting angry at any time. Teaches Reb Shimon ben Elazar in the name of Chilfa bar Agra, in the name of Reb Yochanan ben Nuri, that whoever hamakareya begadav bechamoso, whoever tears his garments in anger, mishaber kelav bechamoso, breaks utensils, mefazer moosav scatters his money in anger. How do we look upon this? It's as if he is worshipping idols. Hello, how do you connect the dots? The Gemara connects the dots for us. Omar Rabbi Yavin, what, what's the source? Asks Rabbi Yavin, my And he quotes the Pasuk from the uh, end of the Torah, where the Torah says, that literally you are not to have within you a Elzar, a foreign or an alien god. Excuse me, this is not at the end of the Torah. This is Tilim 81, Pasuk 10. Now what does that mean, not to have within you a foreign god? It means to have a substance within you what is this substance? The Yetzer Hara, the evil inclination, which is in the individual, which is an ale, a god. Instead of worshipping God, instead of realizing, as we'll see in a moment from David HaMelech, that it all comes from God, in which case, if somebody has, quote, angered you, and has not given you what you want, when you want it, etc., which provokes your anger. So after all, you 
have been hurt. Me, look at me, I am so important. That is that foreign God within the individual. A person is to realize as indeed the Sefer HaChinuch explains when he speaks about the mitzvah of Losikom, the 241st mitzvah. And he quotes from Shmuel Bey's chapter 16, verse 11, when Shimi ben Geira curses David. And we are told that David's followers, Avishai ben Sruya, begged David for permission to kill Shimi, who, after all, was a Morad b'malchus, was rebelling against the king. And what does David said? David said, no, hanichu lo v'yekalel ki omar lo Hashem. David said, don't kill him. It is coming from God. And David recognized that it is really God who caused him to so do. Now that doesn't mean that Shimi didn't deserve punishment, which he gets later on from uh, Shlomo. And it doesn't mean that man doesn't have free will, but it means that we recognize it all comes from a higher source. Having said that, this is why we can certainly understand how not only can't one get angry during the week, but especially on Shabbos. What is Shabbos? Shabbos is, and I saw very beautifully in one of the essays of Rabbi Kanatavsky, Zechrona Levrocha, that he writes that what did we have last week in Parshas Kisisa, the sin of the golden calf. And then what comes at the beginning of this week's parsha? Shabbos. And Shabbos is an antidote to the Egel. The Egel was Ele Elohecha Yisrael. God forbid ascribing a significance to an idol. And Shabbos is the complete and total yielding and recognition of Sheshes Yomim, as it says in the beginning of this week's parasha, te'osemalacha, not that you shall do, but that work shall be done, to realize that even during the six days of the week when we're working, it's really He, Hashem, who's doing it for us, but giving us the opportunity to have our livelihood with dignity, so we act as if we are the ones in control of our sustenance, but in reality, it comes from Him. And therefore, if Shabbos is to teach us that He is in control, so specifically, your getting angry on Shabbos is a kind of rebellion against Hashem. And therefore, says the Zohar, there is that special and separate prohibition against anger on Shabbos. The Rambam writes that in chapter 2 of Hilchos Deos, where in chapter 1 he advocates the importance of derech ho'emtsoi, taking the middle of the road, not to go to one extreme or the other. In chapter 2, Halacha Gimel, he speaks about those character traits where you're not to go 
in the middle, but rather you are to go to an extreme. And what does he say? And so too, not only should a person be humble and should go to that extreme, as Moshe, the Torah says, Anav Ma'od was exceedingly humble, so too, Ka'as, Chena Ka'as, Midorahi Ad Ma'od, it's especially bad, and a person should try to distance himself as much as he can, Vilamid at Smo, he should train himself, Shalo Yechas, not to be angry, even on something that he should be angry about. So wait a second, so what does that mean? It means that if you are a parent, and you want to instill a very important lesson in your children, don't do this, yes do that, etc. The Rambam says you are to feign, pretend that you are angry. In other words, have that control within yourself, but give it to your children. If you're a rabbi, show the community that you are angry, in the sense that this is something exceedingly important. But you, the rabbi, you, the parent, are to have that important self-control above yourself. This is such a beautiful concept. Be careful. The rabbis tell us the Satan is Merakeid Erev Shabbos. Around Lichtzen, when it's oftentimes tense in certain homes, especially when there are young children, and very simply, people are on each other's nerves, getting ready for Shabbos, be especially careful not to get angry there, and realize and recognize that the greatness of Shabbos is the fact that we have peace, we have the Malachim Borchuni Lishalom, Right, we ask for peace on Shabbos. There should be literally beginning, not just peace with others, but Emir Hashem, peace within ourselves as well. Shabbat Shalom to all.